2: My friend, it's not every day that we have this amount of truck-related news in one show. We have a lot to talk about, and it's all good news. Yes. First, uh, the major part of this episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast is about the design and engineering on the new GMC Hummer EV.
3: That's right. And you had a chance to go into the weeds with a designer and really flesh out the details. So... That's going to come up at the end of this video, at the end of this podcast.
2: Exactly. But before we get there, uh, we also want to talk about some huge news that Stellantis, Jeep, Ram, Dodge, etc. dropped on us Mm -hmm. with a brand new internal combustion engine they call the Hurricane. That's right. And there's
3: two different Hurricanes. It's a straight six, not a V6, a straight six that has two turbochargers and... The assumed output is impressive. Also, this is a powertrain that will be co- uh, able to hook up to a hybrid system.
2: Exactly, and we also want to thank you guys. I'm just going to patreon.com slash TFL car, yes. because not only do you support us on Patreon, but you helped us at TFL Truck Channel reach one million subscribers. One million
3: subscribers. We just actually just bloop right past it. We yeah. keep on going. Yeah, TFL Truck is... I, I'm so proud of the guys and Andre for making this thing work the way it has. And it's about nine years old now. And we've blown past one million. So that means that two of our eight... Um, YouTube channels are past a million. Yeah, TFL Car is there. Right, and combined, we're nearly at 3 million.
2: Yeah, or maybe even surpassing it now. Uh, The last time I
3: checked, we're just about there.
2: Okay, okay. No, (laughs) no, but but this is thanks to you. This could not be done without you. You guys support us with donations uh, at patreon.com slash TFL Car. That's right. Uh, And this is a great opportunity for us to discuss questions and comments, right? You can comment and write to us there uh very direct uh very um, we're very quick usually to that yep and also you're supporting this podcast and our tfl truck channel so thank you very much
3: thanks guys we appreciate it and without you we wouldn't be here
2: and we also have a very special video on tfl truck celebrating 1 million subscriptions and we also have a giveaway so check it out Um, if you send us an image of a pickup truck that you bought because you watched the night gauntlet um, you can actually send your image and a little blurb about it uh, to Instagram at TFL Truck or at ask at our email mm-hmm. um, address. And we'll randomly pick three winners. And the main prize is? One of our special belt
3: buckles that is from the Ike Gauntlet. There's only a couple left, and we don't normally give them out. We usually are. It's usually
2: locked in the cupboard. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> A safe, a safe.
3: So uh, that's the first prize, and the other two prizes are our special hoodies, our TFL truck hoodies, which are worth like a hundred bucks or something like that. Well, because there's two left in the world, <laughs> that's it. So they're worth even more. <laughs> yes. So, but uh, we're not going to do a dealer markup. But the point is, is that send us that image. Let us know, um, you know, if indeed it was inspired by it's the yeah. and uh, we will randomly pick three. To win three winners
2: yes and uh, that's coming up within a week so Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. that so before we get to the Hummer EV yeah. like we were saying uh, let's talk about this news because this is huge uh, news is normally dominated by electrification it is hybrids mm-hmm. plugins Ford lightning EVs GMC Hummers for example well, well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. But, yeah but what is Talantis doing
3: Stellantis has been working on this, and then Stellantis, you know, FCA, this is something that FCA has been working on for a while. And essentially what this is, is their new go-to engine. Now, currently, I would say that if you look at what Stellantis, and we're talking about, you know, Jeep, Ram, Dodge. I mean, they have many brands. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Alpha. Um, they put together this engine, it's a world engine that is going to go in a lot of vehicles, but we don't, th- th- there haven't been any Announcements about the vehicles. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But it will, it is assumed that it will replace not only the Pentastar V6, which has been around for a long time, it's a solid old player, but not very powerful, not that efficient, and the 5.7 liter Hemi V8. So this is a bit of sad news. Potentially. Well, for I mean, they, some people... They didn't come out and say it. No, they didn't yet. say it, but yet. if you look at but the power numbers, then, well we, we have power numbers, but they're not official. They are assumed... They're
2: estimated, because estimated. it'll be different for each vehicle, right? Exactly. One vehicle has the different exhaust system, yada, <laughs> right. yada, yada. So uh, we have estimates from Stellantis, and they are huge power numbers.
3: There's two different engines that we're talking about here, by the way. There's the... Was it... This F1? one.
2: This... Uh, This is a three liter straight six gas engine, Mm -hmm. not a diesel, Mm -hmm. a gasoline engine, uh, twin turbocharged, like you were saying, two turbos. uh, And they start with the SO, standard output, they call it. Yes. And the standard output estimates are about 400 horsepower and 450 pound-feet of torque. And this is on the standard
3: entry-level engine
2: that they have Entry-level Hurricane 6. Unbelievable, yes. okay. and it has different code names right yeah so, so actually a little bit of this kind of almost leaked out uh, a couple months ago we tracked it on tfltruck.com right um we cut up to it and now this is fully this information is fully available now
3: yeah there was some confusion some people thought it was the tornado or whatever i was and, one of those people yeah and it has a it has a special code um engine code which is like GM da 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 something or T
2: E H uh, O. There's a H O also high output. Right. Yeah. And
3: let's talk about the high output because that one's a beast.
2: Um, I have one, a picture of it here.
3: Yeah. Um, really hard to tell the difference between the two, to be honest <laughs> with you. And it's a straight six. Yeah. So there. So some of you guys are like, oh, there goes the Hemi sound. I agree, that is a bummer. However, if you've ever listened to a properly tuned BMW. <laughs> and they do straight sixes right. Mm-hmm. Um, it is pretty awesome. Will it sound like that? I'm not sure. Um, I have no idea how they tuned it. However, we do have some possible numbers. So yes. So what do we got?
2: So the high output, so we started with 400 horsepower, right? Uh, 450 torque. The high output version, which has different turbochargers, share a lot of components. Mm-hmm. I believe it's up to like 96 components are shared. Um, 96%? So no, no, like different components. Oh, okay. So, so... Uh, don't quote me completely on this because I want to interview an engineer about it first.
3: R- right, and get it, the facts. Get
2: yep. all go all the details, which are coming in just a couple of weeks. Because I'll also be at the New York Auto Show, mm-hmm. uh, quizzing all of them about this. Yes, but this is 500 horsepower estimate. Ah, uh-huh. 500, yeah. and about 475 torque, as kind of a estimate. Right, mm-hmm. it could be more. They said uh, it's. They said what 475 or more. <laughs> so these are big numbers dude. You mean 575 or more? 475. So 500, wait, wait. 500 horse. Yeah. And
3: 475 or more. Or more torque. Gotcha. Okay, I just wanted to verify that.
2: Hmm. And the high output engine is listed at premium fuel only. So 91 octane and above. Yeah. The standard output is 87 octane.
3: 87 octane. Compression ratio is not super high compared to some of those other high compression I mean, we've been seeing some gas engines doing like 12 to 1, 13 to 1. This is yeah. 9.5 to
2: 1. Yeah, on the high output. At the mm. standard output, there's a little bit higher compression, about 10 okay. point something. Which,
3: which is decent. I mean, yeah. it's not that that's bad. It, it, it really depends on a lot of things. Now, the, why do they build this? Why do they build these engines? And I think that there's a very simple thing going on here they still have years before they'll be able to switch over to all electric or a lot of electric right mm-hmm. so they have to power an awful lot of vehicles that's including trucks and cars and uh, big suvs yeah and big suvs yeah. and they need to power the rear wheels or four wheel drive system and the hemi is just not very efficient even with c- cylinder deactivation although they
2: served them wonderfully i mean they've been a great yeah. engine
3: so the Penestar has been it's a solid engine but we're assuming that this will take the Pentastar V6 and the 5.7 pretty much out of the picture eventually. And you're going to see these engines in a lot of vehicles. Now, I don't think it's set up for a front-wheel drive car. Uh, it, it, I, I, but I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't think this is necessarily a front-wheel drive setup. But this yeah, is a rear-wheel drive or a wheel drive yeah, exactly. uh, system because you can have a transfer case. You can have other solutions for that. Uh, they also have, of course, other engines, like the two-liter, which is in a similar family as this Hurricane. Right. It's essentially the four-cylinder. It's a similar engine, yeah.
3: similar build, and similar technology. This is just
2: kind of a bigger version of that. Which two is extra really, cylinders. Yeah, and really kind of twin-turbocharged instead of single-turbocharged. Uh, basically, a compound setup uh, from what it appears to be, and I'm very excited. Uh, the, and you were saying, like earlier on, this could be hooked up. They said... Uh, they designed it with um, a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid in mind. Right. So in theory, you could hook it up to an electric motor as well.
3: So imagine, if you will, this being hooked up to the 4 by system that's currently available with the two-liter. Mm-hmm. The two-liter, once again, they're related. The two-liter is currently in the Jeep Wrangler and now the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Exactly. And we expect to see it in a lot of other com- uh, vehicles built by Stellantis. So what if this were to go into the larger vehicles like a truck maybe or something ram 1500
2: like why not maybe maybe a grand wagoneer maybe a grand cherokee
3: you want to bet that stellantis is try- is going to try at least to be the first to have a plug-in hybrid pickup truck they, because they have the tech already on hand. Maybe
2: it's will be. It's not as simple as that. Well, right? I know it's not because like you. The... payloads and towing and all that yeah, stuff. I,
3: I know, I know. But they've already done it twice, and they've done it with two very different vehicles. Yeah. And I think that the Jeep. I mean, we're talking about a very heavy frame truck, essentially. Yeah, the Wrangler, Yeah. Right. So if they were able to package that and make that work, why not do something similar? Similar, but with a more powerful engine in their larger pickup trucks i'm just thinking that that could be a really cool possibility and i'd love to see it hell i would love to see them just use the four cylinder version of the four by e in a ram and see what
2: happens exactly because of course the four cylinder will be more lightweight yeah um and it may make more sense and of course they did announce ram did announce their full electric revolution ram uh, truck right and also with an extender with potential range extenders right so, Uh, I'm sure this engine is probably too big to be a range extender. (laughs) I think so, yeah. Uh, Maybe a TRX.
3: Well, why not? I mean, look, eventually, as much as we hate to say it, large displacement engines in these half-ton trucks, it's just not going to last very long. And eventually, they're going to try to find ways to save fuel, to be greener. This could be the way. We don't know. Um, This could be something. Well, it is something worth watching. I'm very excited about it because... I didn't expect them to come out with something this powerful. When I initially heard about it, I didn't think it would be anywhere near these numbers. So, I'm very excited
2: about this. This is very, um, I am, so we need to wait at least a couple of weeks for them to announce some vehicles that this will be in. So we're expecting an announcement at the New York Auto Show, also potentially Moab uh, Easter Jeep Safari. Right,
3: Easter Jeep Safari. I have a feeling that there's certain Jeeps that are going to get this. So uh, we should hear about this at about the same time, both in New York and in Moab, Utah, two different sides of the country. Andre will be in New York. uh, Roman... And I, and I think Tommy, and Tommy yeah. will be in, who are you going with to New York? Uh, Alex. Oh, okay. I'm going with Alex. Oh, you're going with yeah. Alex. Oh, you go, Okay. You need some bail money then. Um, I'll see <laughs> if I can hook you up. Um, <laughs> Alex is awesome. So uh, the point is, is that we will have all of that and it'll be like double, it's like a burger, two different patties. Yeah, just, you know. two
2: different sides of the country, really. Yeah, um, covering yeah. it at the
3: same time. It's awesome. I'm yeah, thrilled. so
2: um, yeah, So more to come on this space, obviously. Mm-hmm. And let's now switch gears because I, I had an opportunity to go uh, and interview one of the, well, the chief designer, in fact, mm-hmm. of the GMC Hummer uh, pickup truck. This is the EV, of course, the brand new EV truck that they're showcasing. This is the first, um, uh, their Ultium platform vehicle. They have others. They have multiple versions of the Ultium. For example, the Cadillac Lyric. Yeah, that's coming out really soon. Recently uh, announced, you know, they started actually production on yeah. that. So this is actually for sale. Not in huge numbers yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll soon get the numbers because first quarter numbers are coming in about a week from now. So we'll learn exactly how many Hummers, how many EVs are they're selling. But uh, I talked with Rich Shear, uh, who uh, traditionally uh, back in the few years ago, he was kind of the chief of um, truck design for exteriors, mm-hmm. but now they gave him exterior and interior.
3: Okay, so he's able to go into the weeds with you, go over the details. We're talking inside baseball, folks. Yeah. And you're going to be able to find out why they did it this way, what does what and you know in terms of interior design as well and actually i found the interior to be fascinating when i looked at it so i'm excited about that too
2: yeah and richard was actually a share well we'll roll the clip right now right uh he was actually uh we went over some of the um uh accessories you can put on it some of the other you know bed accessories tires spare tires tents racks so how about this how about we roll the interview and we'll see you right after sounds good the time is finally here this is the world debut of the 2022 gmc hummer ev truck all electric super truck perhaps and here i have the chief designer is that correct yeah
4: yeah yeah, you could call me that
2: okay yeah can you introduce yourself briefly yeah
4: hi hello everyone Uh, i'm rich Shear. i'm the uh, exterior and for this vehicle the interior director of design for the hummer ev so hi guys pleasure to talk to you
2: well so we've seen prototypes right, running around. These trucks already on sale. That's right. Uh, yep. But this is kind of my first chance to yeah. see the truck in person. Yeah. And this is production production. This form. is a
4: production truck?
2: You yeah. got it. Yep. What do you think? Uh, it's impressive. I love all the little design yeah. details. For example, this kind of marker, the amber right. marker on the headlights is just popping out a little it's bit. It's
4: popping out, right? Yeah, these are some kind of unexpected details. Like, you know, this is one of those where we got to get like our side marker regulation. And so this was one where we were kind of balancing all the cool design language of getting a lot of shape and plan view so the vehicle wasn't so square right mm-hmm. but then we still have to make sure that we hit kind of our target uh measuring points for the side marker so it was kind of a way to kind of uh, do everything we wanted make the front end look the way we wanted pop the side marker off not have to remote the side marker someplace else and it just ended up being a really cool detail I mean, I love the lamps. I think the lamps are really spectacular in it. They're very innovative. One of the things that we wanted to do is with the lights is a telegraph technology that this is an EV. This is like it's a Hummer EV. It's all new. Um, we were looking forward and we wanted the lamps, headlamps and tail lamps to really look tech in future. And actually, you know, there's kind of a surprise feature when you walk up and it reveals itself as a Hummer. I think everybody kind of sees and knows what it is, Hummer EV, yeah. but the lights then reveal the brand name on it. And uh, I just love those kind of design elements that really are kind of a surprise and delight feature. Uh, these kind of details in here just kind of kind of mimic almost like a cooling fin on like an old air-cooled engine. Uh-huh. You know, and there's a lot of details, you know, that, you know, battery electric vehicles need its own cooling, but it's cooled differently. And so we kind of use some of those motifs. And, and so you see kind of the vertical patterning in here. Again, that kind of follows that kind of that cooling, uh, like design aesthetic, if you will. Those are actually are the turn signal. They animate uh, from inside out for can I, can turn. Let me turn it on. Yeah.
2: Well, just, you just bet. The, the blinker, right?
4: Yep. Have it turn left. There you go. We're turning left, are <laughs> yeah, we? There you go. so you you kind of see it comes on and then it swipes it swipes from inside to out a little sequential and then opposite when you charge it you see the uh uh the the ice blue comes up and then as it as it fills it goes from inside uh, or outside to inside on both sides again first and market actually show like forward lighting is showing off charge indication so again just a kind of another surprise and delight make the thing look very uh tech forward um and and i think it's always our desire in automotive to be first to do new things um, and, and really get uh, get people excited about it. And it was one of those features. Yeah, of you bet.
2: And of course, this is also
4: the, head, the headlamp. Headlamp is down or, here. Or, this or is, oh, the this is the headlamp. This is actually the headlamp oh, here. That's the oh. high beam and the low beam. Right yep, here. It kind, of, it kind of looks like a, like a fog lamp, Almost but like it fog, is not. Yeah. But it's not down in the, down in the lower face. Well, That's well, the high you beam, fooled low me. beam. You fooled yeah? me. Yeah. <laughs> actually, up here, really, uh, the main function of up here is really, I'll call it like, You've got the side marker, which is needed for, you know, for a uh, function, yeah. federal law and the turn signal. Other than that, it's just a lot of great uh, design theater, if you will. So it was kind of open canvas yes, for you, right? Yes, exactly. Really. And it's, you know, it's like you think about it, you know, it is a Hummer. Um, we certainly weren't looking to do anything retro, uh, but we did want a couple of design elements that certainly would clearly give away that it's a Hummer. And so instead of having the ports and, you know, needing the cooling uh, as the vehicle before, now we've kind of turned it into these uh, kind of six, very kind of uh, uh, technical looking lamp details. Well, so, so just a, just kind of a different spin on kind of the, the, the Hummer uh,
2: aesthetic. So when you were starting, I mean, did you have some of the dimensions already locked in? I mean, it's no. really wide vehicle, uh, yeah, length we, of it? Well, I, I would say
4: when we started, I think the biggest idea, we knew we were gonna do a truck we wanted it to be a super truck, and then we started to define what a super truck meant. We mean. wanted it to be very, very capable. It wanted to go off-road and do all the great off-road stuff. So it had to have you know, great approach angle, departure angle, high ground clearance. This actually has the ability to go you know, uh, like up and down, raise and lower, about yeah. 75 millimeters. Yeah. Um, so all those kind of things that you'd always wish that you can do in a super truck. Obviously, the thing is very fast. But then we also wanted to show that kind of off-road capability. Once we knew what that capability wanted to be, it really said, hey, we need the battery to be this big. And once we knew that kind of power and range that we wanted, we wanted the target was, guys, we got to get over 300 miles of range. Mm -hmm. And it's great, we're up to like 329, which is like kind of exceeded our expectation. And so that kind of defined like the batteries, they come in modules. And once you knew the size, like that kind of gives you the footprint. Every EV, the the width, all EVs are wide. We actually targeted like a a Raptor in width because we knew we wanted that kind of like off-road capability. That's why the track is pulled wider and it's wider than 80 inches. And the suspension
2: travel too, right? Exactly. So
4: the vehicle is very, very stable and it's visually stable because the wheels are pulled out from the body. And so again, the kind of the capability of what you wanted it to be helped define what the size was going to be. We wanted to make sure we had enough truck bed in it Right, the truck bed—it's certainly not an eight-foot bed, but right. it really needed to have enough usable bed that truck people could use it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, with the Multi Pro, you can fold it down and expand—you know, expand the bed length. So you kind of had an idea of what the footprint was going to be. Uh, from there, we really just started with, hey, uh, we knew we were going to fit five people, you know, much like a crew cab on our, uh, like a Sierra, right, a GMC Sierra pickup truck. Uh, we kind of started with some of those dimensions like vehicle width, like our shoulder room between driver and passenger.
2: Yeah.
4: We kind of changed the chair height so you don't sit up as high as you're in uh, light duty or heavy duty trucks. But we kind of wanted to take the upper and just take the whole vehicle dimension and scale it down so that the vehicle looked long and just gave it a very different proportion than than what you'd expect in, in like a normal light duty or heavy duty pickup truck.
2: And it looks like you played with some contrast, right? We like did. The roof yep. section is different color. It I is. Mean, all additional ones are coming this way. That's right? exactly right. Yeah, and, and really down low, where
4: you've got the rock slider steps, and what we really needed to know, that now the battery is a double stack battery, and you guys are gonna see that here in a minute, mm-hmm. and it's big, and we wanted to make sure that we kind of designed around it and brought an aesthetic that 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 didn't just like, it needed to embrace it and make, and try to make it look, uh, you know, work it in with the rest of the aesthetic of the vehicle. So um, I think we kind of did a nice job almost in a way kind of hiding how big that kind of frame and sub chassis is and and really kind of brought that design motif around the wheel openings. You know, And back we're actually using the element around the tail lamp, not only is it like be protective of the tail end, but graphically it helps kind of shorten the overall length of the vehicle. And again, the blacked out upper makes the vehicle look lower than it truly is dimensionally. Mm -hmm. In silhouette, this vehicle kind of fits inside like a, um, an AT4 light duty GMC. So that lifted truck, that that one right. inch lifted truck, that's about the same profile as what you see. We're actually a little bit shorter than, uh, depending on what bed length you choose, but uh, Overall, we're yeah. about that size, but of course we're a little bit wider because of the, the track's been pulled out for the for kind of that off-road high-speed capability. And this uh, has
2: a, well, the wheels are special, the, yep, these uh, tell me are about the wheels, wheels. And some of the, uh, like the hook uh, accessories yeah, as well.
4: Yeah, like this particular vehicle that we're showing here have some of the accessory bits on it and as you walk through the all the different uh, setups here, you, there's a range of, vehicle, a range of accessories. Uh, this is like the Tech Bronze accessory package, so it's a different 18-inch wheel. It's got the machine-faced aluminum and then the paint inside is the Tech Bronze. The Tech Bronze is the, is the color that you're seeing, the metallic finish of the interior. And on the exterior, of this when you're seeing in the tow hooks, and then you see it kind of on the on the graphic uh, that's on the hood of the vehicle. So again, just kind of a, a, a way to just personalize your your Hummer EV. Yeah, and these are 35s. These, these are 35-inch tires, yeah. and it's they, architected for 37s. So you see it in 37s, and it's like it's it's even more awesome. Yeah, we know actually, we know the off-road guys absolutely have to cool, do that. Cool. Yeah, and they always
2: want to upsize always, their right. tires, right? And you
4: don't have to do any, there's no modification needed to put 37s on it, which, which to me that was very, very important for an off-road truck. So
2: the wheel opening was actually large enough. That's
4: correct. Exactly. Yep, we've architected so you can do that, no mods
2: needed. You could see kind of here really quickly i mean before we look on the inside and the yeah. chassis i mean you can see the independent suspension you can see the, kind of the height right <coughs> height right sensors yep. and uh the and, you know the air shocks yep the air the air springs and the shocks and everything else and four-wheel steering yep. all that capability correct yeah all For right design- let's jump let's jump inside bet. a yeah. little bit and- yeah and check it out all right so this is the truck is powered on yeah i mean it's as simple as kind of yeah just put put your foot on
4: put foot on the brake and just press the start right it's kind of funny it's a start it's really like
2: an on button more than a start (laughs) button right Uh, right and the experience is starting so so you have two big screens yeah large screens and some of the bronze finish you were talking
4: about Yeah. kind of the bracketry of the bronze finish that kind of holds the screens yeah, what we want to do on the inside was um, we really wanted a different experience and we wanted to make it kind of the the idea that we had is we wanted it to be like premium and tech and then of course have a fashion statement that's why you're kind of seeing the high contrast the light next to the dark and then mix with this kind of metallic bronze finish this tech bronze and just to give you a complete different feel certainly it doesn't feel like any other general motors vehicle and we wanted to make sure it didn't look like any other competitors. So we really had to kind of carve our new space. This is one on the interior. You really couldn't look back to the past uh, because the past was really just a very like, you know, it was kind of pragmatic and uh, it, it really wasn't premium. And so for this, we wanted the, the experience to be inside to feel premium. There are some things that are off roads so when you get inside, you notice that we've kind of got like an all-weather floor. Mm-hmm. You know, we just think that's that's the you know the coolest thing when you're so, in our pickup trucks. Yeah, and, function
2: means right? design. It, yeah. It's
4: function, but the aesthetic is cool. Uh, we actually have kind of the lunar pattern that's imprinted in the floor. You see that motif and the speaker grills. It's um it's like if you, all the other GMCs have an you know, the all-terrain, they've got they've mapped out kind of the terrain of Mount Denali mm-hmm. and that's a great thing from GMC and we felt well this has got to go beyond that and so we did the imprint of the of uh, the sea of tranquility and on that side on the driver's side you actually see the boots of yeah, uh, Neil Armstrong yeah. of where they landed uh, uh, back then and this was kind of that motif the kind of lunar motif you know when we started the project in um, uh, basically in April of 2019 and we knew how fast the desire was to get to market we kind of we kind of thought it was like this is our moonshot like you know how you know we, we have to build a like, super like, truck right but quickly right we know that we we kind of knew the we knew the end date the desired end date you know like the speech like we want to be there by the end of the decade <laughs> and so it was like you you don't know exactly how you're going to do it but you know when you need to be there yes. so you're like okay so we kind of just had fun with it and uh, uh-huh. and the design team you know when you can kind of put together um kind of an idea and kind of wrap your wrap yourself around a design vision and an idea um everything starts to help design itself and then when you see the cluster display you see the lunar motif and when you go through the ride modes you see you know like our uh the trailer tow you get to see the trailer tow and we're actually like trailer towing a a saturn V booster rocket and it's so cool right
2: right there yeah
4: we just had we were just having fun with all this and we just wanted it to feel like you're just in something that you've never been before
2: and uh and kind of have fun with it you know well it does work and also these switches Yeah. when i first got into uh this you know production ready truck i thought okay so these are toggles that's kind of common but also they can have multiple functions correct yep
4: which yep. is pretty neat. And that really, what we wanted to do was have like 90% of all the things you're gonna interact you know, in the interior hanging off of the center screen. Obviously some are within their touch in here, but we know sometimes on a fully touch screen and you're going through all these menus, it's not the easiest thing to do. And so some some things that we wanted to make sure it was very simple, It's a it's a physical button or physical toggle. And then we just kind of hung them off the bottom here and it just really felt like this this is what this
2: kind of vehicle deserves and wanted. Mm -hmm. Very, very neat. Uh, I mean, large screens incorporated interesting and I see the kind of little brackets they're yeah. kind of repeated yeah places. we just
4: just like you know we just wanted to have something that felt like it was holding on and actually this bracket is actually what goes back into the instrument panel and does tie into the structure obviously it's off-road you know you don't want this thing like shaking off and uh-huh. falling apart um, yeah we had fun like this is the center speaker grill and we kind of tried to make this feel like a topographical map and. It was it was really fun, uh, you know, working with the audio team. The audio team's like, you're gonna do what? What the Because this is not a normal speaker grill. <laughs> so there's a lot of back and forth with that team to try to do something, do yeah. something different, and then just repeat the patterns. And um, it, you know, I, I've been uh, with GM here for a long time now, plus 25 years, and I've spent my entire career on the exterior um, in this studio, the performance studio. Um, because this program was going so fast um, I, I had the uh, the great opportunity to do both of them at the same time so I had an interior team and an exterior team and they were basically side by side and and many times when each other each of the team needed help or support, we just kind of shared shared the workload and it really I think really helped tie the exterior and the interior together they they really feel like a complete uh, like a complete product and i i 'm very proud of that.
2: Yeah, and the d- design graphics are unique, right? They're cool. Yeah, and just kind of everything
4: comes together. They're kind of cinematic and they're a bit video game. And, and, and at, at the end of the day, you know, this is a big toy. And we, we just wanted people should every time they're they're interacting with the vehicle, they, they should get a smile on their face. It's it's fun. And
2: over here, you also have kind of your lockers. your lockers. So yeah, your rear in the front. Correct. Like three motor setup. That's correct. So two motors yep. in the back, one in the front. Yeah, and then your watts to
4: freedom. The watts to freedom is a hidden one. You got to go traction control twice. Let's do
2: it now. (laughs) We're (laughs) at the golf course. Yeah, we're really gonna go off road in here. Yeah, I'm I'm kidding, but I am trying to activate it. I'm not gonna launch it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't worry, do that, yeah. Don't, don't, don't I think worry. I think uh Renee would come chase us down. She yeah. would not be No, happy. I don't wanna upset <laughs> Renee. whatever happens. Yeah. Uh but we also have a video on TFL Truck yep. where we uh show the Watts to Freedom mode yeah. in action. So
4: And it's cool, like that you hear the sound, the audio sound, you you felt the vibration, the scene, yeah. the great the graphics come up. And again it's it's uh it's an event. It's an event that's happening and it's and when you actually do Watts to Freedom, it's like my gosh, hold on, and it's it's like that fun anticipation. It off you go and it's it's wild. Cool. Yeah, you do the crab walk here, the crab walk functions here on the yep. on the center, like the ride modes on the outside, and then we've got a couple functions up, down, and this is kind of a surprise widget. As the vehicle extends through its life, when you press on that, you'll be able to download some new tech that'll
2: that'll be kind of an over the air update. Right here, this yep. little triangle. Yep. Okay, very cool. Do you mind? Should we walk over and just yeah. look at the chassis? Sure can, yeah. yeah,
4: you bet. Let's do it. And yeah, then we've got uh, one of the trucks there at the end of the row here is like the fully accessorized, that's like the the Overlander special. Like, those are the folks that love to go
2: off the grid. Can't yeah. go too far, because sooner or later you got to recharge, but- uh, yeah, I, w- I want to see that for sure. But really quickly, um, before we move on, yeah. let's just kind of show, this is the front, correct? That's correct, this yeah. is the front, yep. So you see the electric motor and the front locker. The engineers are telling me is a kind of a physical, uh, That's correct. mechanical right. device.
4: Yeah, and the in the rear, it kind of. It, I'm not the best person to explain it, but the rear locker is just. It's different. It's it's like a almost like an electronically controlled. It's but it's I, done by software. It, it's right, done because, by software, right? Correct. Because
2: they have two motors, and if you want to lock them, it just kind of spin at the right. same time. That's right? correct. Or at the same yeah. rate. And let's look at the battery really yeah. quick. Okay, great. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and
4: what you have is you get a chance to see kind of the cutaway of all the modules that's yeah. inside. And again, this is a double stack, so you see kind of the top layer and then below you'll see where the second layer is and, and that's really what drove, you know, the rocker section of this vehicle. You know, this is kind of part, you know, battery enclosed, we call it a res pack, but it's also kind of the structure and the frame of the vehicle. So what's what's incredible about it, it houses the batteries, but it also is strong enough that you know, when you take the roof panels off and you take the eye bar off you know the the, the chassis is very very stiff so you can do all that off-roading and it's like the, the vehicle just doesn't flex so door you know off-road guys know that you get into those crazy situations sometimes the doors don't want to open right right and uh well, the tailgate doesn't yeah, open There's yeah like the, the vehicle happens. starts to switch but but this thing is so strong that Um, I certainly haven't experienced it yet, and and I haven't heard it from any of our chassis guys and the off-road guys, so yeah, it's very stiff, and it's great, like, that was kind of part of doing a super truck, the fact that, you know, how do you do a super truck, how do you do a premium, and one of the things we thought, like, let's make it a convertible, and we did a convertible our own way, and it was like, that was some part, the fun part of this project is all the, the fun ideas or the crazy ideas, all those, a lot of those really stayed on the project and didn't get kind of washed away like many things do in a normal program. Like from concept right? phase, right. Like we just, just like, yeah. like we just kept challenging ourselves, and we had great partnerships to kind of make it all happen. And uh, you know, I'm really proud. I think the end product is, is is just incredible. And uh, again, I, I've been lucky to drive one, and, and uh, I can't now that Detroit. It's like starting. The weather's getting a little bit better. I'm like yank the roofs off yeah, and just and enjoy off. that
2: and you could store them in the front you can in the yeah. front area actually the, 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 the vehicle that
4: we have that we were just around if the front opens and we've got these kind of accessory storage boxes so you know you, the base vehicle comes with like like kind of leather let's show that oh sure, let's, yeah, let's, sure yeah, yeah let, let's take a look sorry i should have reminded reminded myself of that before
2: let's show the front opening i'll, I'll push the button okay yeah you can do it in the front as well Here, oh really show, where, yeah, where, where
4: secret top secret but i'll tell you Right under here. Oh, that's the top secret. Top but secret. We don't want anybody and to know this. Don't tell anybody. Oh, I no- see. Because nothing's worse than like when you're outside of your vehicle and you forgot to open the button. <laughs> you come back around. Yeah. And so then inside here, you know, we've got these like, you know, little. Uh, just open these up. And then all of the uh, roof panels. And the boxes here, they're kind of numbered, so you get a chance, like, you know, we know driver, the front row, you're gonna do more often, so you put the passenger side and front side here so it's labeled. And then inside, these are like the females, and you just lay in the panels, and they just stow, and then, they're, you know, they're safe, and you could just take all of these out, stack them up, it takes about five minutes, five minutes plus, when you kind of get used to it, put them all back together, and they're, they're really safe and secure. And they don't rattle. And they don't rattle don't, when, don't, the, you yeah. know, when you go off-road like this is tightly fit. I can tell you, like, during the process, this was something that was just a must, and it was difficult, because as we were designing it, the front compartment and all the packaging bits that you don't see, we were all fighting for the same space. Okay, I And got then you. at the same time, we we're. were We're working on the exterior and the upper was larger, smaller, wider, shorter. And we all had to make sure that those four panels at the end fit in here. Because that's part of being premium. Like if you decide to take it off
1: and the weather weather changes,
4: like, you know, like, look, if you leave it in the garage, you're you're making a choice. And that's like this is I think being premium is being able to have any choice you want. So uh, and I so I think it's a big plus that we're able to do this. Uh, and, and they're secure in here, so safe and secure. And it's it's, it, it makes for a cool design statement here. We uh, we dubbed these, when we were working on them in the studio, pizza boxes. So, of course, yeah, designers love kinda... pizza.
2: <laughs> really big pizza boxes. Really big while, pizza boxes. While we're here, let's open the tailgate really quick. You bet. And then I want to see those camping accessories, too. Yeah.
4: And this has got the so, multi-pro, all of them come with the multi-pro.
2: By the way, charger, charger port? Yep. Three hundred and fifty kilowatts of maximum charging. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's this is
4: kind of the supercharger. You pull that plug off to get to the supercharger part.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, the really fast one. Yep. And I was talking to some engineers. They said, uh, let's say you're navigating to a charger station, it'll tell you not only like the state of charge it will be when you get there, but also starts preconditioning itself.
4: That's right. Which is yeah. pretty interesting. It's very that, cool. That's yeah. very cool. The, the tech and you know the fact that the navigation is connected to the vehicle the way it is, it's like. It's doing half the thinking for you, which is great for me.
2: So I learned okay. this a yep. few minutes ago. Yep. So the small button opens the top section. That's correct. So this yep. multi-pro part, right. right? Yep. And I don't know if I can open the whole thing. But let me try. Just yes, sure can. Yep. This is just a. Yep. Well, I don't want to hit the wall. Sorry. Right. Okay. It's a soft wall. It's Soft. Okay. So here, is this like four feet? Four. It's longer four and a half. than four feet. Yeah. Oh, just a little bit longer than yeah. four feet. Sorry, it's really dark really dark yeah years. we've got uh, we've got one
4: of the uh one of the accessory bits on kind of the soft Tone- tonneau yep. cover you can extend it and you have a kicker stereo that's correct kind yep. of
2: like a sierra yep also it, have, yep right?
4: exactly but you have special grills exactly of course we do right <laughs> and we've we kind of found as many places as we can to kind of hide these fun h's vertically in the but tail of, lamps uh, yeah. horizontally in the chimsel
2: yeah it's everywhere yeah that's very cool Yep. Yeah. All right, so that's that's the function of the tailgate. All right, let's look at the, some of the camping you accessories. Bet. You bet. We actually have
4: a, we've got an accessory design team that's that's connected uh, connected to design, and we worked hand in hand. So that, and we actually kind of stole some of those guys and brought them into the studio because we needed the extra help. So like the the accessory design team help with the floor. Uh, the under the seat, all the storage bits under the seat and the rear seat. And then of course, at the same time, they're doing all the accessory work, like these, you know, these accessory wheels. And then of course the roof racks, I love the roof racks on it, It even looks more functional. The crossbar, this kind of the crossbar on top. And actually it's like a lot of times when you see those, the cross light, because they kind of come from, you know, they're kind of aftermarket Uh and they never really quite work with the section and the shape of the roof. But we work with the company to make sure that it matched the plan view. So when you walk around, you didn't see these really kind of crazy lines. And so the light looks like it's not just a part that you bought from, you know, wherever. It actually looks like it fits the vehicle really well.
2: The the bar on top of the windshield, right? Yeah,
4: exactly. That's the the super off-road lamp there.
2: Totally, right here. Yeah, exactly. And And then we've got- How
4: this is also integrated, right? Yeah, and then we've got, these are extra LED lamps here. They come off that just mount to the top of the top of the trim that's on the hood. Yeah. yeah. This design element here, you know, the, uh, the previous Hummers, they had kind of the, like, the they mimicked the old oil coolers and that filter, were on H1s. Yeah, yeah. And, and we kind of used some of that design element, this great graphic that chased around through the hood.
2: Gotcha. Three wipers. Exactly. The windshield. The is, windshield
4: is, is very short yeah. and very wide. Yeah. I love it when they come on. It's, it's, it's awesome.
2: And in the roof racks, and and they're integrated, so you can still remove the panels. That's is that correct. correct. Yep. So we're talking about these crossbars. Yep. Those stay on, and you can take the roofs off. Yeah. Alrighty, and then of course this is showcasing not not just the tent and also the spare
4: tires. Yep. The, and you can get it. You can get it with the, the dual spare tire. Now the vehicle as a base vehicle does not have a spare tire. Uh, but you can you can choose to have the one spare tire or the two spare tires, whatever you choose. And again, we love kind of setting it up this way, kind of with the vehicle. It just reminds me of all the all the cool desert race trucks, and the way they're mounted. And we we you know we work with the team to make sure that you know all of that you know looks looks cool and the way it looks that it just just wasn't just functional and stock tubing. And we wanted to make sure that that looked like it fit the rest of the vehicle. So. Like this was one vehicle that I'd say design, and the design center folks we touched every every millimeter of this truck, even the underbody. If we crawled underneath, you see some of the some of the way the battery tray is underneath. Uh, we helped we helped the guys you know put some of the structural ribbing in and tried to make sure that anywhere you look in this vehicle, it's designed well thought out and, so, and was cared for.
2: And without the extra spare tire carriers. There was just like not enough space underneath not enough just space. Just, just to where the chassis is. That's correct. yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, like normal like normal pickup trucks, right? Sometimes you have, have, you, have this, yeah. you have this you have the spare, you know, behind the wheel, but these size tires now we're going to you know, we've architected them that you could put 37s on them. Yeah. So if you'd imagine trying to put a 37 underneath <laughs> this, the rear end would just be exponentially too long. Uh-huh. And then you get to the point where the breakovers aren't right and You know you you want to be able to have off-road maneuverability so you know you gain one function but you lose something else so uh we just found that like hey at the end of the day if you're really going to be an off-roader and you're going to do those sorts of things you're probably going to want to have a spare tire in there
2: or two right or two right (laughs) one or two why not yeah just want to check out this a little bit yeah so you can
4: kind of see it all the way open and it was fun. The fact that you know the fact that the, the brand is a GMC, and that GMC developed uh, this Multi Pro, this really it made it made all the sense in the world to also include this kind of function and feature for something like this. Yeah. So I mean, this truck is tall, but you can yep.
2: easily kind of uh, step yep. up. Step and it's up actually
4: on got this. the the handlebar in there. If you want to rotate that out, you could use it for extra leverage getting in and out as well. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Yep. Very very cool. When I do it, I want to pretend that I'm more youthful, so I just like to run up it and hopefully I don't trip (laughs) (laughs) and don't hit your head. Exactly, exactly. I have not experienced like, you know, putting that tent together and actually doing it. So uh, I'm not an overlander, but uh, but it looks like when the guys when people do that, it just looks like a ton of fun. So I have to try to experience. I got to convince my kids that we need to do that one time and go do it. Well, this could be the fastest rooftop
2: tent. Yeah zero to 60 accelerating potentially exactly wherever you're going you're going to get there quick yeah interesting and this is a good profile view too
4: and this is kind of a normal ride height it is this this is yep normal ride height this is kind of what we would call like design position so when we designed it this was exactly how we had it set up okay uh how we had it set up in the studio we wanted to make sure that the truck you know sometimes the trucks really have a lot of pitch because you put so much load in the back wanted to make sure that the vehicle was was level but just had just enough attitude so getting the getting the you know the wedge of the vehicle and the lines of the vehicle all that was really uh uh, specified and made sure that we got all that balance right so So, what was the biggest challenge maybe i think the big project i think the biggest challenge overall was just time um i you know that w- we had such great partnerships throughout the whole team um every time we challenged each other you know there wasn't anybody on the team that said you know this idea is you know crazy or not we all said boy if it if we're excited about it, we you know it, we think it would be exciting for the customers. We included it, so we did a lot of things. You know, super truck, big you know big tires. Take the panels off. Make sure you go all this stuff. A thousand but the, horsepower. But at the end of the day, we had to get it done. Like again, we we had to get it done at the end of 21. It has to get to production. Uh, that was the goal that the company set. Everything else in between there, like just make it as special as you can. Um, and that that was it. The, the, just the time. And I'll tell you, I think if if we if we had more time, uh, you know, I I think we probably would have started to overthink ourselves a little bit and and maybe would have convinced ourselves that some of these fun things (laughs) didn't need to be there. Right. You can start with a good thing. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, like, you know, we were we were able to make decisions very quickly and not really,
2: you know, super worried, worried too much. Right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for showing my, me my around. My pleasure. My I pleasure. Mean, yeah. I've still learned a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I thought I knew most things, but yeah. you really kind of shown the light where mm-hmm. I think people are curious to see. So, thank you very oh much. Oh my
4: gosh! Yeah, I'm. I'm really proud to to represent the design team uh, on this. I mean, it's it's a uh, for me in my career. It's it's just a high watermark of, of of really what the capabilities of the team is and and how talented the team is. So it's, it, this is a special day to be able to to share this with you and the, and the. And everyone else. So, yeah, thanks
2: Appreciate so much. It. Thanks a lot. Yep, thanks a lot, Rich. So, dude, that was almost thirty minutes with Rich Shear, and he was gracious with his time. He was very gracious with his
3: time. But then again, he was talking to the one man, Andrey Smirnov, who helped get us to 1 million viewers at TFL Truck.
2: I think that's awesome. I I really appreciate it. Yeah, Uh, like we said earlier, you gotta watch our TFL Truck video because Mr. Truck was here. Of course, Uh, Nathan, you were instrumental. You actually named iGauntlet, iGauntlet. Thank you very much. And I've been
3: reaping the rewards ever since. Huge rewards, (laughs) (laughs) we're kidding. But the most important thing is that uh, because of this, because we're growing and we're constantly growing, we get access to people like Mr. Shears and having that access being able to go deep into the truck i mean that's pretty cool stuff and i know you can't tell me on camera how it drives or what you really well that's coming a little later it's a little bit later but uh, stay tuned for that there's a lot andre got a ton of coverage a lot of great camera views a lot of great uh, stuff that you guys are going to see in the near
2: future on this Hummer. yeah exactly there's also an off-road video coming up uh, acceleration videos yep. other stuff so stay tuned for that and don't forget I mean we're testing heavy-duty trucks uh, we also have a video on TFL truck coming up of the iGauntlet with two diesels yes this was the Duramax from Chevrolet and also the Cummins from Ram so we're, we're, we're hitting as many <laughs> angles as possible oh and the same at the same time I got to interrupt we're also traveling all over the
3: place and i wanted to bring up one thing that's about to happen that you and i are leaving big. for yes big in in the next like 12 hours we're leaving or something like that or something um go big now this is our new video series that features three big ass suvs that we bought and we're turning them into very inexpensive overlanders on a budget so uh that series is uh, about to hit so stay tuned for that And, uh, yeah, those three are going to Moab, Utah, so... And I hope we make it. I do,
2: too. Uh, This is, um, like you said, we are hoping to start publishing this in May. Mm -hmm. So it's about a month away. Yep. Because we want to complete all our filming, uh, like we do with our series. Mm -hmm. Um, And then actually get it all edited, get it all buttoned up, and actually share it with you guys. Um, The Excursion, the Cadillac Escalade... And the GMC Suburban when it was still a GMC.
3: When it was still a GMC. By the way, I got an email from somebody saying, well, "Why didn't you use the Dodge, the first generation Dodge uh, Durango?" Mm-hmm. And a very simple reason for that. It's it, it would have been great, but it's too small. We needed to. We go, were going big. We were going as big as we could get our hands on, and we had three different examples. And also, we had a budget, and we had to maintain big and, and inexpensive.
2: Yeah, and this was a couple of months ago where prices were high. I mean, <laughs> yeah. on all vehicles. It's so, ridiculous. so we went big. Maybe at the wrong time.
3: Oh well, I think we if, had. We waited another two weeks. It would have been even worse.
2: Okay. And then well, it got there, better there, because there, gas is really expensive yeah. now. Oh boy. Well, there you have it. So hopefully you enjoyed this uh, big, huge news coming out. Stellantis, big news coming out from GMC and GM. Yeah. Uh, with Hummer uh, EV. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time next week at TFL Talking Trucks. See you guys.